0: This is Justin Shelley here, CEO of Master Computing in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metro, Uh, coming to you with Episode 2 of DFW Rockstars. I've got a special guest today. Uh, It's a little bit personal, so I'm going to give a little bit of my background in particular, you know, as it relates to my guest today. But I I also, I got some interesting feedback a couple days ago um, as I'm promoting this podcast and talking to people about it. Somebody said, uh, you know, who's the next musician? Because my first guest was a musician. And I said, no, this isn't a, a podcast about musicians. And they said, well, it's called DFW Rockstars. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I should have thought that through. So uh, let's clear that up a little bit. We're going to talk about why I call it DFW Rockstars. And really what this is about is, is overcoming. Uh, this is about talking to people who have dealt with significant challenges in their lives, uh, have had levels of success and telling their story and how it is that they overcome how it is that they achieve greatness. So, you know, the in business we talk a lot about how there's no straight line to success. Uh my guest here today actually he he might prove that theory wrong just a little bit. His this is probably the most uh the best example of straight line to success that I've seen so far. Uh, but man, I tell you, my background is is rocky. There's no straight line for me. And, and let me dig into that a little bit right now. So when I was in, I think I was in kindergarten, if I remember right, maybe first grade, I decided I wanted to play baseball. And I remember vividly having my coach pull me out in front of the team and say, throw me the ball. And I threw him the ball. I knew I was in trouble. I knew I wasn't doing what he wanted me to do. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't athletic enough or whatever at the ripe old age of six. And, uh, you know, so he made me throw the ball to him in front of the whole team. And I did. And it sucked. And he kind of shook his head. And he said, are you sure you're not left handed? You know, and now I'm just feeling like a piece of crap. And he gives the ball back to me. and He said, try it again with your left hand. Maybe you can do that. And And that experience just crushed me. Um, you know, really early on in my life. And so, you know, fast forward a little bit. I was, uh, I tried out for the basketball team in seventh grade. Now, mind you, it's not like I spent a lot of time prepping for this. I didn't have athletic parents. I didn't have a lot of training. I just knew I wanted to play with my friends, you know, play some ball with my buddies. And so I tried out for the basketball team and I thought I did a pretty dang good job on that first tryout, but I did not make the first cut. And so there again, I, I had this message kind of locked into my brain that, I wasn't good at sports. I sucked at sports. What the message wasn't, and I wish I had taken the message of, hey, Justin, maybe you ought to practice if you want to try out for the basketball team. But that is not what I did. I just got this message that I wasn't any good. So I found some things that I was better at. I played soccer, did decent in soccer, and I ran track in high school. Now, I don't know how I decided to run sprints, but I ran sprints. Somewhere in that training and, you know, uh, practices after school, I remember coaches, peers, whoever telling me that if you ran sprints, you cannot run distance. There's a different muscle type. There's different, uh, genetics, whatever. But I, I, again, got this clear message of something that I could not do. Now I hadn't tried at that point. Actually, I think I did. I, I did once, uh, one season of cross country in high school you know, and true to form, i didn't I didn't win first place on the first try, and I already had this message so locked in my brain that I couldn't do things that I just I, I took that as confirmation, you know that I was not a distance runner. So that's my my childhood, some uh, head trash that I carried with me through most of my life. Uh, just this belief system that I couldn't do things. if they didn't come naturally to me, I didn't really try. Uh, one of my biggest regrets, because I'd love to go back and see what I could have accomplished if I had applied myself, but I got into, uh, let's just call it a midlife crisis. I won't go into how old I am, but I decided that I was going to throw a big middle finger to these voices in my head telling me I couldn't do stuff. And I was going to be, you know, the way I uh, expressed that initially was to run distance, So I worked really hard. I got to the point where I could run a 5K, and I actually did. I signed up for a race. I participated. I did not win, but it was okay. I crossed the finish line. And the second I crossed the finish line, that was such a huge victory to me that I instantly started thinking, okay, what's next? And I remember I called my brother, and I'm like, hey, what do I do? He was more athletic than I was, played football and all that. I said, I I did the 5K. What's next? I mean, should I try to get faster, or should I, like, train for a marathon or something and he's like, whoa, slow down there. Um, there are other options. There's more than just A and B here. You could do a 10K. Now, it hadn't crossed my mind that there was anything else. And so I looked into it, signed up for a 10K, um, crossed the finish line. And then again, I'm just like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? I did a 15K, a 20K, a half marathon. Uh, until, you know, right now I'm sitting on five marathons with varying levels of success uh, but you know, I, I worked through that, that mental, uh, block, the voices in my head, the inner demons, whatever you want to call it. And these were major, major victories for me. And they were life changing because it, it taught me that I didn't have to naturally be good at something before I could go out and, and force myself to get better and take the appro- appropriate measures. Now, one things that, that did happen to me along the way is every time I trained for a marathon, I would get some sort of a an injury, an overuse injury. I don't know what my best marathon marathon time could be because every time I've run one, I've been hurt to some extent. And so after my last one, I just decided if I'm going to do it, and actually I want to qualify for Boston, I'll put that out there, that's a huge goal, uh, meaning it's very out of reach right now. But I knew that that was never going to even Become an option for me if I couldn't stop getting injured. And so I grabbed myself a physical therapist. Now that's where I'm about to introduce my guest today because, uh, he's the one on the call, my physical therapist. And, and this guy did a fantastic job of diagnosing my, my running injuries in a way that nobody had ever done before. He wasn't my first physical therapist. I'd, dabbled with a couple others, but it was just a quick Band-Aid approach. You know, oh, your knee hurts. Okay, well, here's some stretching exercises or, or whatever. Um, but this guy got in and he sorted out the problem. He's like, no, it's not your knee. It's your ankle, actually. And I was just like, wow, that, uh, I don't know, it rocked my world to know that one uh, one problem that I didn't know I had was causing this other problem. Um, and so anyways, I've got the, the physical therapy under control. I'm building my fitness back up in a, a healthier way and but again with that goal of boston i knew that i had to take this one more level up and i needed a good running coach i started off with a just a a lower i don't know what to call it i don't want to insult the company they do a good job but they're they're way more recreational in their their coaching and so I moved on, and now my physical therapist is also my running coach, and I'm absolutely in love with the program, with everything he's got going on. So that is my introduction to my guest today. Uh Steve is his name, Steve White with Dallas Run Clinic. Steve, say hello. How's it going? Thanks for having me, Justin. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate you being here, um, kind of pulling up your website as as we talk so that I can direct people that way um i mean for anybody that is in the running world and, and i'm going to i'm going to send this out steve to some of my running buddies just so you know i'll cool. I'll let them all know that i've got this new coach and that we we did this interview um but anyways the way to contact steve uh, dallasrunclinic.com is your website and, and you know we talked a little bit before the show about the best way to get a hold of you. I know that when I found you I just hit Google for physical therapist running Dallas something like that and man you were it. you were the one that showed up nice um, which is awesome. I mean you know what I'm talking about what the path to success you did a lot of things right from the beginning and, and we'll get into that here in just a second. but what I want to do Steve, you've got some uh, some stuff on your website. Uh, that I, I absolutely love this because um, I, in the running world, you get on Facebook groups or you get in Reddit. There's different subs there where people talk about running, and constantly people are asking for advice. And right here on your site, I'm going to the resources page, DallasRunClinic.com/slash/resources. You have a couple of free handouts. Can you tell me a little bit about what's in these handouts?
1: Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, oh yeah, before I you know, forget to, man, that's just a powerful story, um, that, that you gave to, to start us off. Cause, um, you know, I, th- I think it just speaks to, uh, why running is, is so awesome. Um, cause I think it's just all about proving to yourself that you can do things that, um, you didn't think you could do. So that, that's a cool story. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah.
0: No, um, thank you. And I, I kind of glossed over that, I guess, but yeah, it, it's what drives me and it's really, it's, it played our, uh, <laughs> flowed over into so many other areas of my life. Just having that, that initial, I can't do it, which turned into actually I can, you know, I did. Um, it's such a huge confidence builder.
1: Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, a little bit about those resources. Um, basically they're just a couple of handouts and, and they've got some kind of exercise links associated with them. Um, and, and they're kind of just a, how to, um, get started with some of this stuff. So there's a, there's a strength training handout and then there's, there's another one that kind of has some different mobility drills that, that you can do. Um, so, you know, those are just a great starting point for, for anyone that, um, doesn't, you know, quite know what else they should do to supplement their running. Cause, cause there's all this information out there on, you know, well, should I be foam rolling? Should I be stretching? Should I be icing? Should I be using compression? All this, all this stuff. So th- this kind of just provides, um, a crash course in a few of the things that, um, you know, really can get you some bang for your buck.
0: Yeah. And like I said, I mean, people are asking for advice all the time. So here's that advice that you're just giving away for free. Uh, Assuming somebody wanted to hire you and I, I, you know, I probably should have asked this before we got rolling here, but do you do remote? Like if people aren't in the Dallas Metro, will you work with them or are you strictly a DFW as far as the PT work goes and or the coaching?
1: Sure. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's a good question. The, the PT work, um, I, I can do anyone that's in, in Texas, in the state of Texas. Um, I can't do outside of Texas just cause that's my, my physical therapy license is only okay. for Texas at this time. Um, but then is is in terms of the performance coaching, um, I can do anyone in the U S or the world for, for that point. Um, so yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um,
0: and I'm, I'm asking that cause like I said, I'm, I'm in some groups and I'm going to throw this out there to them. Uh, but yeah, if you guys want a really good running coach, uh, this has been, you know, we've only been working together a few weeks, but it's been, uh, it's been huge. I love it because, and as I've told you, it's more of a, an, a complete a more well-rounded program it's yeah. not just running but it's overall fitness and i mean you have to have both right, right. especially like this boston this stupid boston goal that i have <laughs> i'm not doing that if the rest of my body keeps falling apart so yeah um that's what i love about your program so best way to make an appointment with you if somebody wanted to talk would you just point them to their web, your website go to the contact
1: page or what's the best way to do that yeah yeah website um contact page has my info so email uh phone number um, or you can do the you know the old form submission as well. So yeah, that's that's a good way to, to get in, in touch with me. Um, and I'm usually pretty pretty quick about responding too. so Okay. And then one thing I'll
0: say again before we really start talking business here is in in the training, the programs that you put together with for me, a lot of these workouts are, Videos that you've recorded and put up on YouTube—is it okay to plug that
1: YouTube channel? I know that's free content; you don't yeah. get paid for it, but uh. yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, I think um, absolutely. So yeah, YouTube channel is just Dallas Run Clinic, and and that has you know all of the exercises that I use for um, you know really rehab um, and and performance coaching. Um, and yeah, I, I think you know, I think putting that out there is, is something I've always wanted to do. Just you know, just for free because, um, you know, I think people will really benefit from this stuff. And, and once they kind of dial in some of this extra stuff, you know, like we talked about other than just running, um, it can just make, make worlds of difference. So, you know, disclaimer with that, obviously it's like, you know, those things are best used, like under the directive of a, of a therapist, if you're dealing with an injury, obviously, and then, um, right. know, obviously getting some direction for performance coaching helps, but, you know, it's it's great for just someone that's like, oh, OK, well, I, I need, um, you know, I, I need a good bridge variation. Like, boom, you go find that playlist and I've got several that you can find that most likely can meet kind of where, where you're at. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, those, that those
0: playlists are awesome. So if you go again, Dallas Clinic dot com down at the bottom, there's the YouTube icon or you can just search Dallas Run Clinic on YouTube itself, I guess. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah,
0: hit some playlists. Uh, take advantage of some of this free stuff. But man, if uh, you know, and I know our audience isn't—we're we're talking to business owners, but uh, any of you guys that that are into physical uh, health, fitness, whatever, take a look. There's some good stuff up there. So, awesome. all right, let's let's move forward. Steve, one of the main reasons that I wanted you on here is—no, I've got to back up a little bit. I'm sorry. The I got to go back to these communities that I'm a part of. One thing that just drives me crazy is that they're constantly asking for advice about injuries. It drives me crazy because I used to do it and I ran for years with an improperly diagnosed injury. So take about 30 seconds and tell people why they should not go to Facebook or Reddit to diagnose running injuries or any other kind of a physical injury.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, um, (sighs) I think you just got to know who your source is and, and where, where this information is coming from. Because um, you've got a lot of people that, that might just be an, a normal person that's not really, you know, has a background in this. And, and they're just telling what worked for them, you know, and, and that's, um, you know, I don't want to knock them for, for doing that necessarily, because, you know, I'm sure their intentions are good. But um, let's put it this way. If, if I, you know, suddenly got audited or something, um, you know, I, I'm I'm probably not going to go on to Reddit and find out how to deal with it, I'm probably going to go hire an accountant um, and and right. have a professional help me because there's just all these nuances that, um, you know, the everyday person might not know. Um, and, and you know, again, it um, helps to just have someone that, that really has the background to pick up on certain things.
0: So, yeah, I mean, and like I said, I, I ran five marathons with an improperly diagnosed injury. You know, I, I, so it saved me, you know, hundred and fifty bucks or whatever it cost to go see a physical therapist. Right. But it cost me right. years of agony. Right, years of agony. Right, and and I ask people for advice. Um, I even went to a physical therapist, but they weren't a specialist. I highly recommend uh, a specialist if you're not in this area, man. Find a find a good running specialist or or whatever it is that your sport is, your activity is but that makes a difference so now let's transition a little bit there and talk about business where we're talking about specialists um you know and you and i have talked off air we're going to do it online now or on on air but one of the things that really stood out to me about your business is how you went straight to doing so many things right with um you know this number one is specializing i run an it consultant company and, you know, we're still figuring out our specialty. Uh, we do a lot of things for a lot of people and that's not a great strategy, but you went straight to this, uh, specialized version of physical therapy. So tell me a little bit about the name of your business, why that matters and, and just a little bit about how you set this thing up. Um, and, and where you learned it, you know, we'll, we'll go back and forth a little bit, but let's just dive into that.
1: Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, the name's Dallas Run Clinic, um, and and you know essentially that was just born out of you know obviously I was gonna I was trying to do something in the in the running realm, um, and and of course my background is is a physical therapist. That's that's you know how I'm, I'm trained, um, but I also just didn't want to name it something physical therapy because uh, I wanted it to be more than that. I wanted it to be a place where you know you might come to work on an injury or you might come to work on your you know performance and, and you know hit a certain goal time, something like that. Um, so, you know, I just wanted the name to, to really portray that it was more about PT, but at the same time it was, uh, you know, very specific. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of how, how that came about. Um, how much competition do you have in the Metro Steve? Well, you know, I mean, there's, there's definitely a bunch of people that, um, you know, a bunch of good therapists and, and good health practitioners that, that obviously see runners. Um, but you know, I, I, don't, there's few and far between that, I guess have put their stake in the ground and say, said, you know, this is what I do. Um, which was again, kind of the whole thought behind it, um, to, to really be that place, um, that, that kind of tries to, tries to be, you know, the one-stop shop for that stuff. Um, so yeah. And I mean, you're, you're, you're being humble and I appreciate that. I'm going to go
0: ahead and, and talk for you because I punch into Google Dallas run physical therapy and and you're it like you're the one that pops up. Yeah. Uh, then we've got after that, we've got Facebook. We've got uh, more Facebook. We've got 3 uh, dpt I don't know what that is. Maybe that's kind of competition, but like you're at the top. How
1: do you mind me asking how long you've been in business? Yeah, um, so I've been. Um, it'll be two years um, here in about another month. So,
0: okay, so a couple of years. I've been in business in this area for ten years. Uh, by comparison, if I were to type in Dallas IT service, guess who's not coming to the top <laughs> of the list? <laughs> so that's you know the name of the business matters. Yeah. The the fact that you you dialed it in into this niche market matters. Um, I mean, again, I've said it so many times already, but I'm going to say it again. When I search for this particular thing, you're it. You're at the top of the list. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about business, sure. and you know, especially I don't know. Let's let's maybe not talk about COVID right now and the world burning down with riots, and um, let's pretend we're living under normal circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's not uncommon for corporate America to be a term that's thrown around in a pretty derogatory way. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, we're as a business owner. Now you're a physical therapist, but you also are a business owner. And as a business owner, you might be, get lumped into the category of. You know, maybe a greedy bastard, for example, (laughs) or somebody who only cares about profit and that becomes a bad word almost. Or, you know, uh, how often do you hear people say my boss is an asshole? Uh, I mean, like this is just as business owners, we're not really packed around on people's shoulders that often. Agreed? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. so and and you haven't always owned a business. You've been you've
1: been doing this for two years, but you worked at a hospital before. I believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was at a, um, I was at a private practice. So, so someone kind of like me, but had, you know, uh, actual employees for, for a couple years. And then, uh, as I was getting this business going, I was, I was working, you know, part-time at a hospital just to kind of supplement things. So, yeah.
0: So you've been on both sides of yeah. it. And, and so have I, uh-huh. I've been, I've been an employee. I've been an employer. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that I have, You know, and and I'm speaking for everybody, but personally, I've never lost sleep over a job as an employee. But I can tell you that as a business owner, as an employer, man, I lose sleep all the time worrying about my business, worrying about my clients, worrying about my employees, worrying about finances. I mean, just general uncertainty if we're going to bring back COVID into the conversation or the, the racial wars and riots that are going on. Uh, it's terrifying, right? And so this isn't for the faint of heart. In a lot of ways, I would argue that running a business sucks. Now, your experience might be different, but do you have those moments where you just think, what in the hell am I doing running the business?
1: Oh, yeah. Like every day. Yeah. Okay, Uh, good. I was worried asking that. (laughs) Probably once a week, I'll like, I'll ask my wife who's mega supportive and, and like, definitely definitely on board and has been been awesome but once a week i'll be like should i just like go get a normal job and like be a normal person again and she's like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) oh my
0: wife used to say that to me when are you going to get a real job that was her favorite thing to ask or early on i mean and you know that's another thing that i hadn't even thought about coming into this conversation is our spouses our families it's not easy on them either right yeah right yeah, for sure. So it's not that there aren't perks. There are advantages. I chose this. I choose to stay. Uh it sounds like you're doing something similar, at least for the moment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, so tell me about the let's let's focus in on the single most challenging
1: thing you've had to face as a business owner. That's a good that's a good question. You know, I'd probably just say, you know, personally you know being kind of um like a one man operation you know i th- i think it's hard just not having anybody to like necessarily turn to and ask ask advice or questions or um you know make some of these just day to day decisions you know again other than bugging my wife or or you know i've got i've got some smart people in my family that you know i reach out for advice for but um yeah i i think you know sometimes you know i guess it's almost like a uh, It's almost like a you know some sort of endurance race like at the end of the day like you're in it and and you know you've got to you've got to get to that finish line or you know endure whatever whatever's coming your way kind of by yourself you know there might be some people supporting you along the way but so i'd say that's that's the hardest thing is is just kind of um you know being in it alone um but you know in some ways that that has perks as well i guess um yeah i don't know does that make sense
0: No, it absolutely does. The lonely. I mean, it, I use that to describe my job a lot. It's lonely. Um, now I have employees. I've got one in particular that's kind of my right hand man. And when I'm doing planning and strategy and whatever, he's usually a part of that. But in the end, it, it all falls on me. You know, if this thing blows up, it's my fault. And that's it. You know, the buck stops here. Um, if it goes really well, Well, you know what? Luckily, everybody gets to take advantage of that situation. Yeah. But I'm the one with with the most to lose if this thing goes belly up. And so it's yeah. Lonely is a really good way of describing that. So uh, what have you done to kind of power through that or overcome that?
1: Yeah. You know, and I think. I'm still probably working on this one because, you know, I I tend to be a little bit more of a, um, you know, think I can do it all myself. But um. You know, there, there's a there's a group um, I'm part of that that's really it was started by this physical therapist up in uh, Seattle. His name's Chris Johnson, um, and a- anyone again that's in the running realm needs to check out him. But um, he started this Facebook group, and essentially it's like minded, you know, practitioners all over the country that that are interested in running. And and so being a part of that has been just awesome because I mean these people, you know, we're talking the same language. Uh, a lot of them are business owners. Um, you know, so so in a way, it's just a little community of, of people that are all doing the same thing. Um, so, you know, that has been that has been awesome. Um, that is huge. Yeah. Having those communities. Yeah. So huge. Yeah.
0: I mean, I do that for running. I've got my Facebook groups I keep talking about. We're really close in these groups, but it was, it's been about six years now for me that I discovered something similar to what you're talking about. It's a little bit more formal probably, and a lot more expensive, I'm sure. Uh, but I interface with a lot of other IT business owners. Yeah. And prior to that, man, it was, you really talk about lonely. I just felt like a man on an Island, Yeah. you know? So I'm glad that you've got that group. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, but still, I mean, it's, it still comes down to, uh, you know, it, it's you and, and to kind of validate your story through the group that I'm a part of. It's a, a marketing group, a peer support group. And, and I've done some coaching within that organization, helping the, the newbies to the group work through the marketing. And I had a group for a while that w- they were all, I guess what I'd call solopreneurs, the, yeah. the one man shops or however you want to describe it and I had three groups at the time and one of them was that what you're describing. And I mean, they struggled, man, it was, it was painful to watch. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them, they got in their own way. They wouldn't hire help. They couldn't hire help. They couldn't get it all done. Um, you know, they all had their challenges and I ached for them, yeah. but I also, I just kind of came up short trying to help them through that. And, and here we are, you know, I'm, I'm bringing you on here because, you did it. While I coached these guys for probably uh, about two years, maybe just shy of two years, I never saw them reach the, you know, just, you know, w- what impresses me about your system is that you've got a lot of stuff set up. You've got the technology in place, the online payments, the the SEO search engine optimization is dialed in. Your website's good. You I can make the appointment. I mean, I'm at your office and I swipe my card to pay for one and we've scheduled the next one and it's on my count. I mean, like all this stuff is set up. And when I first saw this, I just thought, damn, this guy must have spent some serious money and had some serious training to get all that done. So Steve, tell me about the massive investment, um, all of the coaches you hired to get to where you're at right now in the, the great length of two years. Yeah, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, piece by piece. And, and you know, I guess, um, you know, really, really didn't invest a whole lot. Um, you know, I, I probably, uh, I mean, I won't talk numbers, but, you know, let's just take the website. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm just using Squarespace. Um, I found this guy. I found this, I mean, guy, I don't know, he's a kid. He, I think he, had, he was in his, you know junior year of, of college, I think he goes in somewhere in New York City anyways. He's a he's a programmer and I don't know how I found him. Um or he's a coder, I don't know what you call it. Anyways, I reached out to him and was like, hey, I, like I'm trying to get this website going. Like, like can you help me with some of my SEO and um, you know, setting up the template a little bit. And he was like, yeah, for sure. Um and so I think I paid him I think I paid him 250 bucks. Um and you know, I don't even know. He might only even spend an hour on my stuff. But I, I tell you, looking back, I would have paid him 2,500, um, if, if not more, because it just, um, so, you know, I guess to answer your question, a lot of this stuff just started falling in place by, by just, you know, starting to pick off certain things and, and go after them like the SEO or the, the website or the payment processing. Um, you know, I, I, definitely, you know, can't, can't take credit for just like, you know, knowing how to do all this. I, I bought some I bought a content from a physical therapist who, who, you know, runs, runs um, a similar type clinic. Um, and that was foundational because he just kind of had a checklist of stuff to go through. Um, you know, I read, read books like, um, you know, book yourself solid and and other things just to kind of wrap my head around some of these ideas. But, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of that, you know, kind of the beginning stages, even before I opened my doors was just figuring that stuff out and, and, you know, working a different job and, and, um, you know, getting all this stuff set up that way. Um, when I was ready to go, I was somewhat operational. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you went into this with strategy, uh, in contrast, and I'll, I'll use myself as the wrong example. Michael Gerber has a book called the E-Myth Revisited, and he talks about the entrepreneurial seizure. Mm -hmm. And that's where somebody who has a technical skill decides I can do this better than my boss and he goes out and he, he quits his job and he starts his own business. Uh, you know, that was kind of my path. I, uh, I've i actually started this business twice. Uh, once was very similar. I, I wanted to make more money and work less hours. I watched my boss bill me out at 85 bucks an hour and pay me eight. And I did a little bit of simple math and decided I could do better. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of math I didn't understand at the time, like overhead, for example, um, startup costs, you know. But anyways, so the The entrepreneurial seizure is kind of what grabbed me and what grabs a lot of people, and my strategy was I don't want to work for this guy anymore. Yeah. I want to do it myself. so you were miles ahead just in having that strategy when you started out do you uh do, do you have any just general tips if if there's somebody out here there who's contemplating starting a business um you know and and I really it goes for everybody like I said, I've been doing it this time around for ten years. I'm still working on some of this stuff. So what are some tips that you can give people for, uh, you know, just dialing in your, your vision, your marketing, your strategy, stuff
1: like that? Yeah, that's a good, good question. Um, I, I'd say on a, on a basic level, just stay on brand, like, like figure out like what it is you're going to do and, and just like stick there. Don't, don't hop around to different things you, you think you could do, right? Like, like, Obviously, again, I'm trained as a physical therapist. I know how to manage a lot of different conditions. Um, you know, I worked with, at my other job, I worked with, um, you know, different athletes and runners, soccer athletes, tennis players, what, whatever, you know, older folks that had knee replacements. So I had a lot of these skills, but you know, really what it came down to is, and I don't even know where I'm going to, I don't even know, I don't remember where I got this from. So I'm not going to able to do it justice, but you know, some sort of Venn diagram type thing where like, okay, you're taking your set of individual skills, um, you know, that you have. So mine was physical therapy and then you're blending it with something that, you know, you're really passionate about. And so for me, it was running. Um, and then I think the other one was, was something that had to do with like, well, it has to be like financially viable. So, you know, it can't just be underwater basket weaving or something like that. Um, so, so yeah, on, on a basic level, I just, I think find, find that center of the Venn diagram for you. If you're looking to do something like this, um, and, and then just Again, stay on brand. Don't get distracted by, you know, things that, you know, oh, well, maybe I could make more money if I say I'm going to be see tennis players, too, or, or whatever. But or really just stay knit. Right. Yeah. Try to be everything to everybody. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So that, that diagram you're talking about, have you read good to great by chance? No, I haven't. Is that is that in that? OK, maybe. They, they talk about it in there, probably under a different name, and, and it's probably not a unique concept, but it's, it's a critical concept. Another one that you mentioned when we were prepping for this, you talked about avatars. And I think that mostly comes from book yourself solid, which by the way, guys, anybody listening here, great book. Yeah. Uh, if you really want to dial this stuff in that we're talking about, what, uh, talk to me a little bit about your avatars. I think you even have them named. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, so tell us what an avatar is and then describe your avatars by name and, and just tell us a little bit about yeah. that.
1: So, you know, the avatar is is it just a drill you're supposed to go through and, and basically it's kind of creating your, your ideal customer. And again, this is from that uh, book yourself solid book. Um, so yeah, you're basically creating, you know, this person and you're naming them and then, and then you're, ba- you're detailing all these qualities. Like you're getting like in depth, like how many kids do they have? Like um, you know, Do they have kids like all all this stuff? What kind of car do they drive? Right. Um, And so I I created some as part of that exercise. I had I had Rachel and I had I think I had Connor Um, and I won't go through it all. But but Rachel basically was was a PT patient. So someone that was coming to me for an injury. And so I kind of gave her this backstory of like she ran, you know, competitively in college for like a D1 school and she was really good. Then she, you know, got into the working world and she's a consultant. So she's, she's busy. She's traveling all the time. Um, you know, has, has a couple kids. She's, she's married. Um, and, and then kind of, you know, still tries to stay active, but, um, she starts getting pushback from, from these injuries. Um, and, and then so, you know, again, just kind of weaving this backstory of like, why would someone come to me? Um, and, and what would be their kind of specific concerns and desires, um, behind them choosing me for, for the services. Um, and then, you know, on the other side of the coin of my business, I had, you know, a coaching client. Um, his name was, I think I named it Connor um, and, and he was an attorney. Um, he, he wasn't married uh, and didn't have any kids. Um, but he later in life just kind of caught the running bug. Um, I think I put him at low forties age wise. Um, and so he doesn't really know quite what he's doing with, with running, but, uh, he has some kind of natural talent and he's been doing it for a few years. And so he's kind of at a point where he really wants to learn more and, and push the needle with, with the training. Um, so, you know, that's probably enough specifics about them, but, but the whole idea is just to say, Hey, who, who do I want to be working with? you know, who's going to be life-giving people for me to work with. Um, and and again, that are going to be a good fit for that, uh, that brand or that niche. Um, so yeah, it's a great, great exercise for anyone, um, you know, trying to figure out, you know, who they, who they want to work with. Cause that's what it's all about, right? Like I'm sure in your business, right. you know, you don't, you don't you know want to work with everyone. You, you've you've got these, or maybe people do, but you know it when you're working with someone and you're like, oh, they're easy to work with. We connect. Get each other like that just makes a world of difference. Um, Yeah, absolutely.
0: So for us, you know, we and I haven't done this avatar uh, drill, which I I probably need to if I'm being honest. But um, we have our, our defined target audience, our ideal client or, you know something like that. And and what we do, and, and this is something like I mentioned before, I, I kind of coached these IT consultants as they were coming into this marketing program. And one of the biggest hangups that all of us seem to have coming into that program is this fear of limiting our audience yeah. and reducing opportunities for revenue. Now, so the way I would push back on that is just say, listen, What this avatar is or what this defined target audience is, this is a filter for where you're going to spend your marketing dollars. It doesn't mean that if somebody comes in who doesn't fit Rachel or Connor, that you're going to turn them away necessarily. But when you're marketing, when you're spending money on Google ads or, or whatever you're doing, you're going to zero in on the person that you really want walking through your door. Is that, is that kind of what you did with these avatars? Yeah, Exactly.
1: Yeah. Any, so anything, uh, you know, any, like you said, anything you're going to put out to like, let's just say an Instagram post or like, um, you know, some sort of blog, I kind of like would think like, okay, like if, um, Rachel, who, who's been dealing with injuries, um, would she like see this scrolling and want to read it? Um, you know, so, so I think that just gives you, um, like anything like a target, um, to kind of orient yourself to where you're not just doing random stuff. Um,
0: well, yeah, so it, it gets, and I'm, I'm thinking this through as we're talking here, but it, uh, when I market a lot of times, one of the problems that I have myself is that I'm marketing my ideas. I'm marketing what's important to exactly. me. Yeah. And what you're describing is you're, truly getting inside the head of your client or your customer, your target audience, yeah. um, which is hard to do as any kind of a professional. We're so entrenched in our own work that it can be really tricky to get outside of that and, and live for, or, uh, you know, by proxy in some way, the people that we're trying to sell Definitely. to. Definitely,
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, you said that perfectly. I mean, I remember before I did this, this drill and made these avatars, like I was writing some blogs or content and, you know, my, my wife was like, who are you writing this to? Like, it sounds like you're writing like a physical therapy paper or like you're writing to other people that know like as much as you do. And I was like, Oh yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. Cause I think we just, you know, we get, we get in our fields and we know this technical language and, um, you know, I don't maybe right. we want to sound smart or knowledgeable, but, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's like, um, you know we want to tailor stuff to to who um, needs our help. Um, so yeah, yeah, right. okay, so we're we're wrapping
0: things up here. We're towards the end of the time we have available. let me uh, let me just say a couple things as you know i've I've talked about my own experience early in life, childhood traumas. sorry for the therapy session today guys got a little bit personal and emotional here. Um, But as I as I get older, and you know, my runway is getting shorter, and I realize that there are some things that I want to do, and I want to do right. I've realized that, you know, I, I have to I have to believe in myself, but I also have to recognize my limitations. And so when I hired you, Steve, as a as a coach, as a physical therapist, it was because I was looking forward at a goal. And I was looking for what are the things like I know that eventually I can probably figure it out, but there's always obstacles. Yeah. And I wanted to know what are the things that are going to prevent me from running the Boston Marathon for qualifying for that race. And I knew that it was injury and it was an inexperience because I'm not a professional athlete. Yeah. And so when I hired you, I'm looking to remove these obstacles. And so that's kind of my, my parting message to the audience here is. You know, we can all do more than I, than I, I, you know, maybe some people are more optimistic than me, I guess. But I feel like a lot of us live below our skill set, below our abilities, below our potential. And my advice then is to set high targets, get serious about what you want out of life and then look at the things that are going to get in the way and go hit those things head on. So that's what I was doing when I hired you. Yeah. Uh, that's what you did when you bought these books, when you reached out to your uh, that, you know, that group or you purchased that training module that kind of taught you, you, you kind of knew what could get in the way of hitting your goal and you just, you
1: nailed them, you hit them head on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I think on that note and kind of just on the note of like, you know, part of the theme of, you know, what we've been talking about is like, you know, okay, I kind of went in, went in on this business thing alone. Like, you know, looking back hindsight, like, sure, I did a lot of things, right. But like, you know, I, I think just having, you know, a coach and whether that's a business coach or running coach or, you know, whatever it is, like, it's just so invaluable because, because they are people that, that know where you want to go and, and they've got, you know, experience and, and the wherewithal. Um, so yeah, I, I just think, um, yeah, I think you're spot on with, with that. And, and yeah, if you, if you want something, go, go for it, go make it happen. Cause, cause there's no time yeah. like, like the present. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean, we're seeing it, right? I keep saying the the world's literally burning down around us as we record this. So, we don't know yeah. we we just don't know what future holds. We don't know if we're going to be here tomorrow. So, so don't hold back. Get stuff done. Hire a coach if you need a coach. Hire a physical therapist if you need one of those. By the way, go to DallasRunClinic.com for that. Highly recommend it. Uh go to their contact page and there's every way possible to get a hold of Steve, go to his YouTube page, steal some of that free content. That's all good stuff. I use it almost every single day.
1: Uh, Steve, any final words? Oh man. No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, you know, again, I think, um, wrapped up. yeah, I, I think, I think, you know, if, if we're talking to any runners out there, I think um, the story you shared would be so many people's stories, you know? Um, and so I just think, don't be afraid to, Try something, you know, that you that you think you might fail at, because that's OK, because because maybe you will. Um, right. But, you know, you you might also learn something about yourself and you might also succeed. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, guys,
0: last uh, last thing I'm going to say here as we like I said, this is only episode two. If you're listening to this and you have a story you want to share, get a hold of me. I'd love to have you on the show. I'm I'm looking for more people to talk about the the challenges they've faced in life, in business in particular, how you've overcome them. We've talked today about coaching. Steve's had groups that he's worked with. I have groups I work with. I just think we need a community. We've got to pull together. Yeah. We've got to work together and we can be better for it. Definitely. So, all right, uh, Steve, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, we will definitely be in touch and uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up. We'll see you guys later.
1: Yeah.